to the Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience. This is my talk, 1071, where talk is fun. I'm already having fun. This song gets me all pumped. What a great, what a great song. So good. Fun movie. If you haven't seen it, I know, Donna, you didn't care for the movie. I really didn't. I thought it was good. You know what? That would actually be a, it'd be a good, The Greatest Showman would be a good Broadway production. Not not like you don't have to go Cats yeah, or Phantom of the Opera sure. and stay there for 20 years, but it'd be a fun little six-month residency somewhere. I bet I would like it if I saw it in a theater on Broadway. You would. I, you would. The movie, I'm just, it's just not my jam. I hear that. I tried. I just don't get the circus aesthetic. Yeah, you know, it like kind of makes for me sad. Oh, and that, that whole was thing so when we were sad. that seemed like a whole era of circus thing, and I was like, yeah, it makes me sad. The circus yeah. was big back then. I loved the circus. It was like, oh my gosh, the circus is coming to town. But I never went to a circus under a big top. It was always at essentially, you know, the XL or Target Center oh, the, yeah. or the the equivalent sure. of that. Sure. Mm-hmm. I've never seen sad. Water for Elephants, but it has a beautiful score. One of my favorite songs ever featured in a movie is um is called Circus Fantasy and it's beautiful and I'm like I need to watch this movie cuz I, I thought there's a lot of nice music in there. Yeah, it, I read the book. I read the book. The I book didn't see the movie. Better. <laughs> I read the book and then I saw the movie like a year later and it was Robert Pattinson in it though, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag Team Edward. It's very sad. Does an elephant die? Mm, no, mm-hmm. but no, there's just they didn't have PETA and animal rights around back in the day. Yeah. And if is you, the wait 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 is the storyline sad or you as animal lovers are like oh I feel bad that they're using these animals in the movie no oh. no the story the story oh. it's just a guy in the circus they they buy this elephant and then they're just the guy's just so mean to the elephant and then there's some other stuff going on there's a mean guy running the thing it's a borderline human trafficking kind of thing yeah going there's on. a little bit of that oh, wow. it's not it's not a happy movie by uh, any wow. stretch. that was a rough book month book club month i remember oh really yes i bet oh my gosh well let me yeah, encourage was... everybody circus fantasy despite all the dark things that they just alluded to the song <laughs> circus fantasy worth a listen today parents grandparents Put it on in the room as you're putting your little one down to sleep. You're about to read a story or something like that. It's beautiful. It's All such right. a great song. All right. Get Thanks. off my back. Was it Reese Witherspoon in that too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was really good. Anyway, um, listen, uh, there is a short list for Times 2023 Person of the Year. The um, magazine, if it still exists, I don't even know. And Global Media Brand has announced the finalists. Okay. The official announcement will be tomorrow morning. Among the finalists this year are the Hollywood Strikers at the WGA in SAG-AFTRA. Okay? Okay. We got the Strikers. We got Barbie. Okay. Okay. And we got Taylor Swift. You know, listen, this is going to come down to the Time Magazine brass has to sit around a table and say, what do we want to do? Do we want to sell magazines? What is our chief goal right now? And if it is to sell magazines, to get people with a Time magazine in their hands, and maybe, just maybe, even the Swifties go out and buy a magazine, we got to put Taylor on there. That's the, end of our, that's the end of our discussion if that's our chief goal. Well, I think definitely take Barbie out of the mix. Okay, that sort of, that had its moment. Yeah, I, but then it's, faded away by it's, fall. Yeah, it's kind of okay. it's kind of lazy if you ask me. But time says that the person of the year is the individual group or concept.
that has had the most influence on the world throughout the previous 12 months. It's not necessarily about someone who is good or bad or powerful, but rather a reflection of influence. And in that case, Taylor Swift has got to be the winner. Okay, now there are some other uh, there are some other finalists. Those are the three most noteworthy. There are a few other ones that I think Time Magazine could likely go with. You do. You have okay. the Open AI CEO, Sam Altman. Okay. So that's like Chat GPT and all that stuff. That seems like a Time Magazine-y kind of a choice. You have King Charles III. You have uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, who is the man who determines where our interest rates go, if you've felt them being higher. He's the guy who's trying to figure that out as they try to control inflation. Xi Jinping from China. China says strongly. Then you have Vladimir Putin. And you have Trump prosecutors. Hmm. I think that, I think Sam Altman, ChatGPT, could be a little sneaky thing. Yeah, I could I, see that. The strikers, too, I don't know. Maybe, but maybe we're overthinking this. Maybe they're just like, guys, it's Taylor Swift. This is her year. She owns this year. Put her face there. Because what are the chances that a single Swifty purchases a Time magazine if Xi Jinping is the person of the year? They ain't going to do it. But if Taylor Swift is, maybe they buy it just to add it to their memorabilia. Well, interestingly, oh, that's that's a good point, too. Um, entertainment figures have been less represented over the years. And it's I'm not usually, surprised by that. I because time am. is a little, not snooty. I've never read a Time magazine. It's more magazine. newsy. Time yeah. is newsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess... Political figures or investors often beat out the entertainers. Uh, Ted Turner was person of the year in 1991. Congratulations, Ted. Right. Ted Turner's still alive, yes? Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Old. Very old. Uh, 85. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, not very old, but oldish. See, the closer we get to the closer we get to numbers, he's not that old. Well, you know, I was hear- thinking he might be ninety, which sure. you know, from eighty-five to ninety, that's well, it's only five years. I think that's a significant age difference. I bet if you're eighty-five and you die, you kind of feel like you died young. I'll ask my grandma this over over Christmas. She's going to be celebrating her ninetieth birthday. Well, maybe don't bring up her <laughs> death. Well, well. <laughs> We have some fun with that. We we uh, we always tell them when we book a family vacation where we're all going to go to a vacation Don't, home in Florida no. that they get the survivor's discount. Oh, I thought you if were going to say we got 20 people, possibly 19. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's worse than us telling them they get the survivor's dis- discount. If they're alive, they go free. It's like Southwest, you know, bags fly free. <laughs> if you live... Graham, if you're alive at 90, you've got a free trip coming your way. Oh, my God. Anyway, happy birthday to Ted Turner. Happy, is it his birthday? Who turned 85 on November 19th. Okay. God bless us, everyone. And Merry Christmas to all. By the way, this quick shout out, we have to go to to a break. Um, I saw my daughter is in the production of A Christmas Carol at Chaska Valley Family Theater. I saw it over the weekend. It's happening. They have productions this upcoming week at Chanhassen High School. I guess they had a great turnout of like 400 for the Sunday matinee, which was just awesome for local community theater. But it's a really well-done production. And that was my first time ever seeing a Christmas Carol that wasn't a Muppet Christmas Carol. What? And so I thought the music was great. You're so weird.
It was all really wonderful. It could have used a touch more Kermit, sure. But I thought <laughs> it was really, really good. And it moves so quick. It's only like two hours and five minutes, intermission included. So if you're looking for a little holiday thing, like I'd never heard Mr. Fezziwig's annual Christmas ball. Never heard that song before. It was great. Loved it. Okay, cool. Congratulations to your daughter. Thank you so much. That's awesome. We got to go. When we come back, you want to have a little fun with words? Yeah, we've got a Oxford's Word of the Year is out. And then I have a new website, Donna. You're a puzzle person. You're a, uh, what's the wordle? wordle? You're a wordle person. Oh, I'm big Me time too. wordler. Yep. Big time. All right. I think I have a new website you're going to want to check okay. out. We'll get to that when we come back. Donna, Steve, my talk. Hey, what's up, guys? Stevie Boy from my buddies at the Canopy Group. You know, the Canopy Group, if you don't know, you've heard me telling you about them. For good reason. They're out there to save you money. Everybody wants to save money right about now. They're an insurance agency that is unique. They offer 16 carefully selected companies for your homeowners and automobile insurance. And a little fun holiday analogy to kind of drive this home. Like if you went to a, a Christmas party this year and the only dessert they had was fruitcake, just a table full of the same fruitcake, that wouldn't be a great Christmas party, right? You'd be like, where? What, what? we need some other choices. Meanwhile... The neighbors are having a party. They got everything. They got they got the fruitcake, divinity, peanut brittle, fudge, cutouts, gingerbread. You get the picture. Well, at the Canopy Group, they get that it is all about options. That's why they offer 16 different companies. And in addition, they have a team of 40 little licensed elves who are working behind the scenes to assure that you always have the best coverage and that it's always at the best price. The only way that you save is with options, my friends, and that is what the Canopy Group does. Start saving today at thecanopygroup.com. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It is Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where words are fun. We love words. Words are fun. We've been big fans of words for quite a while now. Yeah. I think since birth, maybe not birth, but shortly thereafter. Yeah, I go back to grade school. <laughs> when I first I go back to the crib. Go, go, gaga. I mean. And then here we are all these years later. Still talking the same way. Dur up, we do baby talk Tuesday. <laughs> you can grow up, kids, and still be idiots. Yep, yep. Anyway, so every year we have fun with this. Uh, the Oxford Dictionary puts out their word of the year, which is different than the Merriam-Webster's, which did that uh, I think recently, and they did the word. Oh gosh, mm, I forgot it. Remember? Already. Nope. It, it was it was. I don't even I, remember uh, yesterday's word. For last word. year? No, no, oh. this year. But I feel like Merriam-Webster's, they came out. I think it was a word that started with an A. Authentic. I don't remember Authentic that. was their word. You might have been out, Donna. I'm, I think yes. so. I don't know. That's Authentic. the word. That was yep. their word, though. Okay. Yep. So now, which one's the more hoity-toity, Oxford or Merriam-Webster? I forget. Well, Oxford is more like the slang terms and, and like oh. things that are popular, Hot. trendy. Oh, okay. Okay. Boy, you would think that with the name. Yeah. I know, right? I'm a, what do they call those scholars? A Rhodes Scholar. (laughs) A Rhodes Scholar, that's right. I just think Oxford University. Okay, so their word is riz. I knew it. You did? Once you started saying rrr, it was going to be riz. I feel like riz came and went. I thought so, too. It was a flash in the pan. It was here for a few weeks. Everybody was talking about Riz, making fun of their parents, and their parents were trying to use Riz, all that. Boom, gone. Exactly. I thought for sure it would be like, is it drip? 
Like okay. your clothes? Yeah. Like drip was a few years ago. I liked that one. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if it's a word younger. of the year, but it was a slang word a few years That's ago. That's what, yeah. Maybe when it was n- new. Yeah. People still use it, but it's the, the Riz has the breakthrough. Like now this year, it was only in this year that you learned this word. Right. So Riz is essentially internet slang. It's defined as style, charm, or attractiveness, and the ability to attract a romantic partner. It's basically a shortened form of charisma, like how fridge is short for refrigerator. Okay, now we're starting to sound I'm glad old. she breaks that down for us. Yeah. I'm like mansplaining it. Yeah, you're like <laughs> youth-splaining it. You're Gen Z-splaining it. I don't know what's happening, but I don't like it. So, but listen, this means that Taylor Swift is snubbed because Swifty was a mm. finalist. Okay, so it's not necessarily new words. Because Swifty's been around. They've been an online gang for years. But she's super hot right now. She's the hottest she's ever been. That's hot. That's hot. Anyway, the others, the other finalists were Prompt, which is the instruction given to an AI program, which determines the, or like influences the content that it generates. Mm -hmm. It's like the Google search query for AI, where you can... Get it to be exactly the way you want it to be. I know nothing of this. I don't understand much of that last sentence or two. Okay, so I'll just continue. And um, the other finalist was a situationship. So break that one down for me. So that is... Wait. uh, A relationship uh, that is only occurring due to the situation that you're in. I think right now I'm in a situationship with you two. Okay, what is this? Well, because like I'm here, I'm feeling this very kind of personal, like, you know, professional Mm -hmm. connection, but, you know, really I don't have anything to do with you guys. And it's situation based. But it's situation based. But right now we're we're three best friends. (laughs) I'm not going to talk to you after this. Well, maybe I'll talk to Donna. (laughs) It's actually a Don't look at me. It's a romantic (laughs) relationship. It's kind of like friends with benefits. Hey, 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 Donna. It's a relationship that's not considered formal or established. You're just hanging out and doing it. Donna. I said doing it. Did you like (laughs) Beavis and Butthead sometimes? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, Um, interesting. Uh, I got some some words. I got something for you, Donna. Okay. Uh, Everybody at your computer, you can do this. Uh, Go to... Puzzmo, P-U-Z-Z-M-O dot com. This uh, is a website that was just purchased by Hearst, you know, like the big the, um, publication. publishing yeah. Yeah, company and newspapers and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, they just purchased this. We saw Wordle get bought last year by the New York Times. It is a, I guess, just this website that is all geared toward puzzles, puzzles of the day. So they have crosswords. And then they have some other games like that I don't know what they are. For instance, Type Shift is one of them. But you click on it, and then boom, it will explain how you do it. Um, and then let's see, Flip Art is another game. Really Bad Chess is a version. But here's what's kind of cool. I think they know that because of the purchase, there are new people that are coming over to the website now. And here's what they wrote. Right at the top, it says your new, parentheses, but not for everybody, your new place for thoughtful puzzles. Why do we play? Some say play is kid stuff or mindless time wasters, but we know better. Play gives us space to be free. Play is a deep breath in and a slow release out. Play centers us. It awakens our curiosity and ingenuity. Play helps us better see ourselves and find connection with others. This morning, let's take a moment to play together.
And then you just got all these little puzzles. I love this. Puzmonauts, crossword, type shift, flip art, really bad chess, bonus type shift. No, we're puzmonauts. We're puzmonauts? We are puzmonauts if we're there. Right. If you're playing, you're a puzmonaut. Move over, Swifties. Make way for puzmonauts. Love having a club. Spell Tower is another one. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Anyway, I think you might really like it. Uh, There are some paid premium levels, but again, it's Puzmo, P-U-Z-Z, like puzzle, Puzmo. Dot com. Fantastic. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be joined by my old buddy from Twin Cities Live, Mike Marcotte. Uh, he's put together a holiday lights guide. He'll break it down next. Hi. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Hey, everybody. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve, we got a special guest in the studio. Oh, my gosh, we do. He is Twin Cities Live's local guy about town. He is the executive producer of Twin Cities Live. He is the man behind the website, Give Me the Mike, M I K E.com. Mikey Marcotte joins good us. Good morning. Oh, my gosh. It's good to be here with you, too. How are you? you? I'm doing well. Thanks. How are you guys? We're doing great. How's everything over at Twin Cities Live since I got fired a couple years <laughs> you back? You did not get fired, Stephen. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, things are going well. Every day is like a Friday in December because yes. it's so action-packed. Yes. It's a lot I'm, of fun. Because people, when they come in with their holiday-themed segments, it's just there's a little extra pomp and circumstance and kind of festiveness to it all. Mm-hmm. Everyone and their sister wants to be on TV in December because everyone's, got, <laughs> the everyone's got candles to sell, right? You That's know, right. It's really fun. <laughs> yes. Listen, I just put oil into a diffuser, so who oh, am I to poo-poo blessed. any of this? You know, oh, Steve, Steve is the nicest-smelling person here at Hubbard Broadcasting. Rude. Donna, it's true. <laughs> well, he you oversends know. himself, Donna. That's you know true. That. That's you, true. You know. I thought I smelled pretty good. You, you good. smell great. This studio nice. smells fantastic. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she's wearing Pleasures by Estee Lauder. and Can we do that as a report? every morning like you we guys talk to Brian from the, the fragrance report because <laughs> Donna, Donna just got me one of these sampler sets from the Macy's fragrance counter mm. and so it's like 20 different little um, samples and I just line them all up on a shelf in the bathroom so I look like a really low budget Las Vegas bathroom Wow. And it's great. Stay blessed. Stay, Stay blessed. blessed. Oh Live a blessed life. Mike, let's <laughs> yeah, talk about Donna. why you're here because your website is awesome. Well, thank you, Donna. Yeah, so the 2023 Minnesota Holiday Lights Guide came out about uh, two weeks ago today. And it has 125 different light shows around Minnesota and western Wisconsin for you to check out with your family this season. Beautiful. And this is so cool because there are a variety that you, you feature. There are some that look that are very professional that are, are put on by companies there are others that it's the neighbor down the street that is doing something crazy to their house you have a little bit of all of it so mm-hmm. when somebody says well give me give me some of the highlights that you've seen this year as you've i think seen more submissions than before uh what is, what is your eye drawn to what should we be looking at they're way up this year yeah so if you're looking for the big shows we can do big shows we can do residential areas there's clusters and the one thing that i've noticed this year more than years past is that uh parks and recs departments and b- cities are doing mm. community contests oh that's oh, really? awesome uh-huh so i'm getting a lot of cluster communities that are participating in light shows uh if you're looking for just one community or a couple communities i'll rattle these off here yeah start writing them down here we go invergrove heights has a really great uh community of people who uh participate in light contests um so is this I, essentially like the the chatty neighbor says 
hey, I heard about this. Let's all do it on this block so that when people drive by, they're like, what the heck? We got to turn around and go see that. The, the, yes, in part. Uh, the the city sponsors a contest, too. What do you win? Uh, you know, His they money? have like, it was a, yeah, it was cash monies. Wow. Yeah. Last year, I judged the contest. Oh, oh my They gosh. asked me to judge, and I sat in a van for like three and a half hours down on <laughs> Steve, and I looked at holiday lights. It was a lot of fun. Wow, there's a fine line between being a judge for a competition and getting kidnapped. Yeah, right. I sat in a car with two randos, and it was uh, very fun. So Invergrove Heights is like my top pick, and it's sponsored by the Chamber and the Parks and Recs Department, and that is the biggest cluster, I would say, okay. probably in the city, Invergrove Heights. Awesome. There's a map that I'm going to have on my website site later today um there's a map right now that exists but there's a map that has over 100 different displays and just invergrove heights alone no yeah wow uh-huh. okay awesome. that's fun you yeah, can just so, drive around mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you don't even have to leave the city of invergrove heights um, that's awesome bloomington is another big cluster that's popping up they have a guy that's coming out later this week and then i'll add that to my website once it's out if you're looking in the north metro i would go to coon rapids that has a huge cluster of homes that's doing one um also so Fridley has the display that's coming out. Um, Farmington, actually, in the South Metro, has a really good cluster of homes, too. And oh, they have a nice. display guide that has almost 30 displays just in Farmington. Wow. Yeah. Farmington. You know, we have a street that's Donna a... doesn't know where Farmington I is. Do. Okay, I do. Listen, I, I worked say... in country music. You think we oh, didn't you know have events Farmington down is. there? Okay, I was yeah. like, she... Oh, I, meanwhile, I was thinking, who's going to drive to North Dakota just to no, see the left? it's like, think <laughs> Apple Valley. Oh, okay. Keep going. That's exciting. Yeah, so there's a lot of just residential clusters, uh, but we do get to the big lights, too, on this guide. So that's the beauty of this, and it's all free. And if you have a light display of your own and you want to list it because you want to show off all the hard work you put into it, it's free. You can go to givemethemikemike.com. You can uh, tell me all about your display, and then you can get random people to come to your house and annoy all your neighbors. I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, Donna. Sometimes (laughs) there is a fine line between festive and oh my gosh jesus threw up on that person's lawn you know what i'm saying well that's the, that's a throw up of jesus christ you're talking about there donna yeah, yeah maybe that's, that's like, like uh, just a lot of like there's too many things going on it's like okay there's baby jesus in the manger and now you've got like Rudolph, plastic uh, yeah. candles yeah, and right. like wait what now you've got a snowman and like how do you feel about inflatables donna no, oh that's totally a polarizing against, topic against you're inflatables. against inflatables what yes. about the whimsy of it though donna might there have to be inflatables that are featured i should hope so on oh, these yeah. some of these residential places especially the guide talks about if the place has inflatables oh my because the homeowners tell me if i they're very proud of the inflatables right and they'll tell me like i have 14 inflatables wow okay i think if you're gonna do 14 inflatables do not do anything else you are inflatable house that's who you should be stick to what do you mean they can't put up any like icicle lights now no you can put up the lights but no separate category right there's what? one like house. A separate category. Yeah, actually, yes. So there's yes. two houses, actually, that are all dedicated to penguins. How do you feel about I that? I love that. I like love that a that. lot. Now, I love a theme. There's one house in Bloomington that is minions, like the little minions. I like okay. that. Minions That's fun. and penguins. How do you feel about that? Now you're moving away from like my <laughs> preference. But... Colder. Colder. Yeah, it has inflatable right. minions and Don't penguins. Go see it. 
Donna lives in Bloomington. Donna, yeah, you should on, go see this today. Yeah, Minions right. and it's called Minions and Penguins. Oh my! They get to name their displays. I love this. Yeah. Minions That's and great. Penguins. Yeah, it's in, on Rich oh, Road in Bloomington. Rich Road. And it's, it's six thousand lights open seven nights a week. And this all this information, the beauty about my guide, all the information, the lights, hours, the nights of the week it's open, all how many the lights website. there are, and there's a photo of the display. So you know if okay. it's going to be tacky or not, Donna. Oh, this is good for <laughs> so you, Donna. They have a picture of the minions. They're holding a candy cane, and it looks cute. I got to find 6, it. 6,000 lights know. in Bloomington. Um, yeah, minions and penguins. And then there's another whole penguin display in um, Cottage Grove. Okay, okay, so we are talking with Mike Marcotte. He is the executive producer of Twin Cities Live. He also is the man behind the website, Give Me the Mike, M-I-K-E.com. Uh, and he puts together this list. He's been doing it. I, this is the seventh year you got it. that Mike has put this list together, and uh, it gets bigger and better and more exhaustive every year. Um, so make sure that you go to the website and check that out. Mike, let's shift to some of these really big professional drive-through displays. Oh, the drive-through displays. Okay, so have you two been to the new one in Egan? No. no. Oh, so Magic of Lights is now open at Viking Lakes, where the Vikings practice oh. right off of 494. Oh, that's awesome. It's open through New Year's Eve. Uh, hours are on my website, GiveMeTheMic.com. Tickets, $25 to $30 per vehicle if you buy them online in advance. This is a national organization that comes through cities, and they put up a light show. Fun. Um, I cool. have not done it myself. I heard it's not great. Now, interesting. There was a, a drive-through display, and Barry's that's a lead. Yeah, okay, that's, appreciate that's, that. That's appreciate good honesty there. Yeah. Um, there was a drive-through display that was at Valley Fair in their parking lot a couple of years ago. Christmas in color. Christmas in color. Now we went to that, and I think there again, I think that was a national company that came through, correct, and set it up. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. A little drive-through. There was music going the whole time. Are they still doing that at Valley Fair? That is gone. R.I.P. As we oh, used to say. Okay. Oh, but if you would like indeed. to see a not so great light display for twenty-five to thirty dollars, <laughs> go to Mike yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Christmas in color is gone. Christmas in color was great, Steve. You are correct there. That was yeah. a lot of fun because there were lights everywhere you looked and yes. they kept going now what i've been told about the one in egan is that the lights are very spread out mm. so you have to drive like 20 feet to get to the next light and it's not super compact so that one's okay um if you're looking for a drive-through show Seavers is in shakopee off oh, of 169 fun. that's been around for years now they do a great job down there in shakopee pretty decent light show uh there's also drive-through options at sam's christmas village and light tour out in somerset wisconsin that one's open through new year's eve um the drive-through options are limited though they have limited them down this year so mm. you need to go check on their website they only have a couple drive-through dates left here for the season um and i think they're next week um that are left for drive-through dates otherwise it's just walk throughout sam's um and there's less and less drive-through displays um, you have to go out state to get some drive-through displays. Huh. Isn't there one but near Duluth or that area? Uh, Bentleyville. Yes, Bentleyville yes. is walkthrough. Oh, that's walkthrough. Yeah, okay, so that's fun. There's going to be a lot of walkthrough displays. Bentleyville is claimed to be America's largest walkthrough free display. Okay. In the entire country, uh, and that's here in Minnesota. Five million lights up in Bentleyville, Duluth. Wow. Um, 
before you go to Bentleyville, go to their website. They have a guide of how busy they have a people crowd o meter is what they call it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. And they'll tell you how busy it's going to be the night that you want to go. I oh. wish more places would do that. Crowd o meter? I just want to know when the mall's going to be crowded, when the movie theater's going to be crowded, if a restaurant's going to be crowded. More places bring us the crowd o meter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crowd o meter is well worth it. Uh, Bentleyville gets really bad with traffic and okay. parking. So oh, and parking okay. is going to cost you 10 bucks if you go up to Duluth for Bentleyville. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mike, did you know that um, Steve one year went around to his neighborhood basically soliciting for people to light the tree in front of their house so that the whole street could be lit up? I did hear this story. This is a fantastic story. I mean, knocking on doors. First, it started at Halloween, I think, right? That was, I handed out the flyers he as I flyers. was dressed in blue face as Babe the Blue Ox. Oh, gosh. It was a weird way to meet some of the neighbors. Oh, no. But I invited them into this festive collective activity because there was a street in the neighborhood who everybody lights their trees up. Everybody. Mm-hmm. We just drove down it the other day. It's like 60 trees that are all lit up. But oh, the little beautiful. boulevard trees looks yeah. really nice. And I said, you know, maybe we do this. And it'd be, you know, the kids would love the whimsy of it all and the festive feel. We got a decent turnout. Look Not a that. great one. Not a great one. Ready but I tried. Try. <laughs> I just love the whimsy, the cheer. The, uh, there is actually a neighborhood in Egan. It's Lemieux Circle. They um, There's one man who decorates the entire neighborhood. Oh, my God. No Lemieux Circle. L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Lemieux Circle. It's right by downtown Egan. If there's such a thing of downtown, there is no downtown Egan. I live in Egan. There's no downtown. But the downtown. <laughs> yeah, where the, the Target e- is and all that stuff, well, right? You, no, it's actually by the High V. If you know Egan, it's like oh, okay. Yankee Doodle. 35E, just south of the High V. Okay. okay. Egan wants to claim that they have a downtown. There's no downtown Egan. Um, <laughs> it's just where all the businesses are. Um, but where all the grocery stores are in Egan, just south of that, there is one man who decorated uh, all the neighbor's yards. Wow. And it's a beautiful story. Um, Lemieux Circle is where you want to go. Love um, it. And you just drive down that street and it, all the lights are lit up in Egan. That's awesome. a really cool display. Give me the, the mic.com, you guys. What a He's great- got it all it's a big exhaustive list uh so go there you can check back and then again if you're listening right now and you're like wait we did a great job there's a spot for you on give me for you to uh register your house if you want people to come by and applaud your handiwork uh miguel we sent our tidings to you and the entire staff at twin cities live tell them that we said hello i'll tell them hello Oh my gosh, I forgot to say that whole time that you're also the executive producer of Minnesota Live. And that's all I kept thinking, is that he keeps forgetting, he keeps forgetting, he keeps forgetting, and there was no time to put it in there, so yeah, say hi to those guys for us. I sure will, thank you. All right, Steve, what do you want to do when we come back? Uh, It'll be time for See Something, Say Something. Let's see here. Um, Boy, we got some interesting stuff here. I mean, sad news about Britney Spears' dad and something that had to happen to him. Uh, Also... Not a great time to be working at Spotify. I'll explain why when we come back and see something, say something next. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy for my buddies at Chanhassen Dinner Theater. So many holiday happenings there right about now. Let me suggest this as you're doing your shopping for the season. Chanhassen Dinner Theater's gift cards makes a perfect gift for just about anybody on your list. You get the great dinner and show package, wonderful, warm hospitality, and then the entertainment options are just so many. Let's start with the must-see Broadway hit, Jersey Boys, the story of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons. Guys, I've seen it. It's spectacular. If you loved Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons especially, you will be singing along the whole way through. 
Chan also known for its concert series. Uh, all the way up through New Year's, there are just a ton of holiday options. Celtic Holiday Hooli, Andy and Bing, Cat Perkins, uh, the Soulful Ginger Commodore, Boyd Lee's Christmas on the Prairie, Vintage Vegas New Year, so many things. Or if you want some laughs this time of year, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret, they've got a holiday special right now, Friday and Saturday night. ChanhassenDT.com is the place for all your tickets. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. We're about to get into if you see something, say something. Yes, we are. And I just heard something and can't wait to let you all hear it as well because it will give you a good laugh. Well, with no further ado. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. May I start? I insist. Boy, I wish you would say that more often when I ask that question. (laughs) That felt really good, Donna. Um, I've been doing a lot of voice messages just in the last like day on Instagram have never really done them before. And, um, I have a slightly embarrassing story to tell everyone at 10 15. I don't, it. I think I'm going to take off at that. No, time. no, no, no. You have to I'm stay. <laughs> you have to stay. You will get secondhand embarrassment, but then I will ask you what other choice did I have? It involves Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos. No. And that's coming up today at 10.15. Does this involve dinner at their home? 10.15. Shoot. Anyway, I was just going, and um, I I checked my messages on Instagram, and there's a a, a person, Jode, or Jode, J-O-D-E. I don't know what they're going with there. Maybe it is Jode. Anyway, Jode just sent this message. Via voice, you can send a voice message and a DM on Instagram. Down where it says the message, there's a camera on the far left, so you could send a video if you wanted to or a picture. And then there's a microphone. If you hit that microphone, what happens is it immediately starts recording. And then once you end, you can delete it before you send it. But then once you send it, it's gone. It's in the other person's inbox. Oh, no. Here was what they sent, not understanding what the button was that they had just pushed. See if you catch it. I've been meaning to tell you that I love your new lead-in music, period. Awesome, period. (laughs) So then she said, okay, thought I was doing talk to text. Oh, well. (laughs) I guess it's like... I've been meaning to tell you that I love your new lead-in music, period. Awesome, period. (laughs) You know, the only thing that would have made that better is if she would have said, Awesome exclamation point because anytime we put these exclamation points in, we all must know how not actually enthused or exclaiming any of us are. We're all right. doing it in a very monotone like, voice. Hey, Can't wait. Here's exclamation me. Hey, point. bro, exclamation point, dot, dot, dot. I might be running a little late, dot, 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 question mark, send. I hate when it types the word send. That's a toughie. That's when you, but then you know what what was going on. That's true with the person. But it's just so rare to get a voice message where you hear. We really peeked behind the curtain with Jode or Jody there, and I thought that that was endearing. That was beautiful, cute. Love your new music. Period. Awesome. <laughs> period. It's great. That's amazing. 
Um, bad day to be working at Spotify. Spotify came out with news that they're going to be laying off roughly one in six employees. <gasps> that's a lot. That is a lot. That is a. Uh, that's a big company. It's a big company. They're doing about a 17% layoff uh, that is happening. You know, and you think the last time you were thinking about Spotify was probably last week when they came out with their annual Spotify wrapped list. You know, who are the most streamed artists? And it felt right. like a very fun Spotify kind of a time. But apparently uh, things have been not going so great. They went on a hiring spree during the pandemic. And then they came out with all of these expansion goals. And they did turn a higher than expected profit earlier this year, but they have still lost around $500 million in the first nine months of this year. What? Uh, They also posted strong user growth last quarter, but its acquisition of paying subscribers in the United States appears to be slowing down. And so um, they were not too pumped about that. So the latest cuts will add to already 800 employees from Spotify that were dismissed in the last uh, year in two different waves of layoffs. So that's a tough time. And it just always feels like it feels like this stuff happens in December a lot. It's the end of the year. Oh, it definitely does. They're looking does. at their budgets. Yes. And then boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was like oh, right before Christmas. Is that right? Yeah. When do, do you remember the date that you had to walk out with a box in your cowboy hat in your hand? <laughs> Um, in a cowboy hat. <laughs> um, I don't, but it was maybe the 17th or somewhere around there. Yeah. 16th, 18th, something like that. Hmm. I'm sorry. Thank you, Steve. Um, this on a, on a serious note here, Britney Spears dad had his leg amputated last month. I saw this story and I was like, Sheesh. whoa. So he had a knee replacement and then he got a terrible infection from it. And he underwent multiple unsuccessful surgeries prior to the amputation, which obviously was a last resort. And that's all we know. That's wow. uh, coming from page six. Interesting. Remember, we had the story Jeez. that he was seriously ill and he was in and out of hospitals. We thought it was like, thought it was a stomach thing. And then Brittany flew home or took time away because her dad was sick. Maybe this was longer ago than I, I realized because, you know, I have no measure of time. Absolutely. No proper measure. Right. Um, but at that time, he had lost almost 25 pounds while dealing with these issues. He had the knee replacement in the mid-2000s, it looks like. And um, the, the latest on Brittany in this situation is that she is not considering reaching out to her dad. Oh, well, that's a tough spot. That shows you the nature of the relationship at this point, if that is, in fact, true. If your father loses a limb and you're at the point where you're not even going to talk to him about that, yeah. that shows you how strained, to say the least, that relationship is. Chris Eggert, by the way, uh, from 5 Eyewitness News Mornings, he just posted the other day that I think it, he celebrated the five-year, celebrated the five-year, what, what they March. call ampuversary. He right. said that amputees refer to this as their ampuversary, and I think it was five years ago. Um, that he had his uh, leg amputated, I think, from the knee down. After he had dealt with so many ankle surgeries, one after another after another. And I remember one day I sidled up beside him at the news desk and I said, jokingly, when are you going to just have them cut that thing off? (gasps) Steve. Steve. Okay, guys, I didn't know that would end up happening. That's why you you shouldn't say things like that. Oh, my gosh. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like most of the time, though, you can say that and the person's not going to get it amputated. I guess Chris, that's back true. me up on this. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Leah, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. All right. When we come back, this song just hit number one for the first time in 65 years. Can you guess what it is? We'll tell you in the beat. Hey, friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing, and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.